Guilt and shame can be very powerful and potent emotions to feel, and they can be very detrimental for us, but they can also have a positive impact for us as well. And guilt and shame are going to be the topics that we discuss today in this episode. Welcome to the Risen Fallen Podcast. I'm your host, Mark Hendrickson, and this is the podcast. If you're brand new to this, you can expect to hear open and authentic conversations about things like self-help, self-development, mental health, and all of those types of conversations. If you're not brand new to this, if you're a returning listener or a viewer, whether you're watching this on YouTube or you're listening to the podcast version on I don't know, your favorite podcast platform, then thank you very much for coming back and supporting this journey, supporting this podcast and supporting this movement. Whether you're brand new to this or not, you are the reason that I do what I do. And so I think that it's best we just jump into it before we start a little bit of housekeeping. If you're watching this on YouTube, make sure you like, comment and subscribe. If you listen to this on your favorite podcast platform, make sure you rate it five stars and leave a little review if you can. It helps boost your boy in the algorithm. But um, let's just jump right into it. You know, I uh, just finished up reading this book here, uh, Dopamine Nation. I'm holding it really weirdly, but if you're watching the video of this, you can see the cover of that book, Dopamine Nation. It's by Dr. Anna Lemke and uh, highly recommend it. It was a really good read for me. I got it from my girlfriend's mom for Christmas and I just finished it up now uh, at the end of February here. It took me I guess two months to finish this book because I am not the best reader and I read about 10 pages a day. So that is a habit that I've had uh, since doing 75 hard um, just to continue reading a little bit at a day uh, as much as I possibly can, sometimes a little bit more. Sometimes I forget to, uh, but for the most part, I read 10 pages a day uh, just to keep filling my brain with positive, uh, useful information as opposed to filling it with just content from social media that's going to make me anxious and angry and uh, distracted from, you know, what I think is a positive life. So, um, yeah, I just finished this book up, Dopamine Nation, and uh, right near the end of it, there was a, a great chapter about shame and guilt and just kind of discussing the difference between the two, the way that she describes it. Uh, I really ingested it well, um, and I wanted to share some of these ideas with you guys because I think that these are useful tools to think about these things with and to use them as tools in a positive way as opposed to a negative way. So before I jump into that, I'm going to take a, a little sip of my coffee here. I implore you, if you got a, a, a drink in front of you, some water, some coffee, whatever, take a second to take a breath and just um, take a sip and enjoy life for a second with me. Man, I love coffee. So I just had a little sip of my coffee. If you got a coffee in front of you, take a sip as well. Um, so a couple of the things that uh, I've taken from this book and, and I've taken from my journey as well uh, just thinking about shame and guilt, um, you know, a lot of the time we think about these things as the same thing, the same emotion. A lot of uh, psychology literature will uh, speak about these things as if they're 
the same thing, and maybe they are, but I, I like to think of these things as two different things. I like to f- first think about shame as, um, you know, the idea of like, hey, I'm a good person that's done a shameful act, but that's something that I can correct, something that can be forgiven by, you know, not just myself, but by others around me. And, uh, you know, this can be corrected. This can be good. Guilt, however, on the other side of that is is a feeling of like, I'm a bad person. I always have been. I always will be. I do bad things and I uh, negatively impact those around me consistently. And like I said, always have and always will. And that's the way I think of the feeling of guilt. That's that's just kind of the way that I like to differentiate between these two things. So one of them is like, hey, I'm a good person that's done a bad thing, but this can be corrected and this can be forgiven. And the other side of it is like, I'm a bad person and I always do bad things. And I think that the differentiation right there is a huge differentiation because um, the way that we think about ourselves, the way that we carry ourselves... And, and the way that we act and behave are all intertwined. If we consider ourselves to be bad people, we're going to continue the the path of destruction, um, you know, of ourselves and those around us and everything that we surround ourselves with. Uh, we think, hey, I'm a bad person. I always have been. So why try and fucking fix it? You know, why try and fucking make a, a correction in my life? I, I've been in that mindset for many years of my life when I struggle with depression and anxiety and suicidal thoughts. Um you know, just this feeling of I, this is how I've always been. This is how I'll always be. And there's no sense trying to fix it. There's no sense trying to correct uh, because there is no course correction. This is who I am. This is who I'm meant to be. Um, the other side of that is differentiating from that, you know, thinking about, you know, I am a good person. I have the potential to help other people and I've done shameful things, but these are things that I can be, you know, correcting in my life. I can make some course correction and I can be forgiven, you know, not just by other people, but sometimes the most important, you know, forgiveness that we can have is to ourselves, to be able to look at ourselves and, and think about the things that we feel shame for, that we feel like, you know, I probably shouldn't have fucking done that, or I probably shouldn't have done that in this way or with these intentions. Um, you know, we feel shame for some of the thoughts that we have. And to just be able to forgive ourselves and think, you know, I am a good person. I have the potential to do all these great things. And I just fucked up. And, you know, I understand that I'm a, a person that's, that's going to have flaws. I'm going to make mistakes. And it's okay because forgiveness for myself is the first step that I can take to correct these things. You know, I have to forgive myself first and understand that I am a good person. I do have the potential to do some great things. And that all starts with forgiving yourself. So being able to look at some of the mistakes you made and understand that those mistakes, those things that you've done that you feel shame for don't define who you are. They don't define who you are as a person and they don't define who you can be in the future. Uh, and to think that you're not your mistakes, you're not your, your flaws, you're not your shameful acts that you've done in the past. You are somebody that has the potential to make a difference in this world in a positive way. And you're your habits, you're your behaviors today. And you are what you do today and what you intend to do tomorrow. And the discipline you have to stick to those things and not deviate from them to go towards shameful acts like you've done in the past. And, um... Yeah, I think that that's a really great way to kind of differentiate these two things, these these th- these feelings of guilt and shame. 
And I think, um, you know, this is kind of from the book as well. It, it, it's important to make sure that you're surrounding yourself with the right crowd. You know, in this book, she talks about kind of differentiating between destructive shame and, and what she calls pro-social shame. Um, and I'll kind of just give a little brief overview of those two things. The destructive shame, she, she outlined a little pattern, uh, a cycle that basically, you know, she says, talks about over-consuming and talks about kind of addictive behaviors, but I'll just call them shameful acts. So the first step is a shameful act. The second step is then obviously the shame that follows that. The third step is lying about it because you're in a community that will maybe shun you or isolate you or push you aside or make you, you know, kind of um, apart from the group because of what you've done that you feel shame for. So you probably lie about it. And in lying about it, you start to isolate yourself. You start to distance yourself, which is the next step. You know, there's kind of four things that she draws in this diagram. It's shameful act, shame, lying about it, isolation, which leads you back to doing more things that make you feel shame. And the other side of this is the pro-social shame she talks about. And so that, that diagram looks similar, but includes different things. She says the first step would be the shameful act. Then you feel shame. That's the next step. And then the third step is radical honesty about this shame because you're in a, a, a good crowd. And the fourth step to that is acceptance and unconditional love, which I'm going to talk about as well. And then that's where the cycle breaks to where you feel a feeling of belonging and decreased shameful behaviors, obviously. Now, regardless of what crowd you're in, shame is, you know, kind of an identifier of what you shouldn't be doing, what you shouldn't be continuing in your life. Shame is a useful tool when we feel that negative emotion and, and negative emotions are obviously useful things. I talked about this in an episode recently about negative emotions, but shame is one of those things. It, it allows you to kind of reflect back on, you know, why you're feeling shame and, and what kind of behaviors or habits have led you to this. You know, it tells you it's a direct indicator and it's loud too. It's, it's hard to ignore when you feel shame. It's a direct indicator of what you shouldn't be doing in your life. You know, we feel ashamed about lying. We feel ashamed about overeating or overconsuming in any form. You know, basically just acting out of character. Whether you're overconsuming social media, you're overconsuming a substance, you're overconsuming food, you're overconsuming uh, negative emotions. You, some people get addicted to feeling bad about themselves. You know, this is our guiding light, to be honest with the people around us. And what we feel shame for, and it can help, you know, basically identify, you know, who, what kinds of people we're, we're surrounding ourselves with. Because in today's society, there's basically, you know, two types of people when it comes to this topic. There's the people that tell us that we should accept these things that we feel shame for. This is the whole body positivity movement. And, and these people lead us to continue down these paths. And they say, hey, you know what, you shouldn't feel shame for this thing. You should actually feel great about this thing. You know, whether you're um, overweight, over-consuming, over-indulgent, like uh, you're lying all the time, you're, you're justifying these shameful acts. And these people will uh, coerce you, basically, and convince you and, and validate these things to 
allow you to continue to do these things that you feel shame about, telling you that you shouldn't feel shame for them. And then you continue down this path of doing these things that make you feel shame, telling you, don't worry, you should feel good about this. And then you continue doing these things for an extended period of time, not knowing why you feel fucked up all the time and not knowing why your idea, your image of yourself doesn't align with what you should be feeling. This leads to confusion, anxiety, depression, etc. You know, and the, pe- the reason that people do these things is because they're, look for, they're looking for both so- social and self-validation because they're looking for people to do the things that they're doing. And that allows them to feel kind of good about the things that they feel shame about because, you know, like I always talk about, humans are social creatures. And if we see other people doing the things that we're doing, you know, we feel better about the shameful acts that we're continuing to do. Now, the other side of this is sometimes we're going to have people around us that, you know, although they love us and accept us and they have unconditional love for the mistakes that we make, they're going to guide us, you know, and help us make changes in our lives that aren't going to make us feel shame any longer. So they're going to, they're going to say things like, Hey man, it's all good. Um, you know, you've made these mistakes and they're going to help you course correct and say, maybe you feel this because of this behavior that you have. And I've done that in the past. I've felt like that in the past. I've, I've behaved like that in the past. And this is a way that I overcame it. You know, maybe you need to spend your money less frivolously. Maybe you need to stop eating as much. Maybe you need to exercise more. Maybe you need to have more discipline. Maybe you need to, you know, they're going to help guide you into a way of living of, you know, avoiding, not not avoiding, but turning back and facing those things that made you feel shame and, and start to course correct. And this is going to be difficult because, you know, if we're in the habit of, of chasing after these things, that have made us feel shame in the first place, it's going to be hard to break that habit. It's going to be hard to hear it from the people that we love. But if you truly do love somebody, you know, you don't allow them to continue down this self-destructive or community destructive path where they're hurting themselves and the other people around them. You know, if you truly love somebody, you want to help them. You want to help get them out of that cycle that's making them feel terrible about themselves. Because in the most part, you know, if we do feel terrible about something in our lives, whether it's something that we do, a behavior or habit that we have, you know, it's probably justified. Our bodies and minds are smart. And I'm not talking about, you know, shame for things that have been done to us. I'm talking about shame for things that we've done. And if we feel that way, chances are we can't just change the way we feel about that situation but we can change our habits. We can change our behaviors. We can change who we spend our time around and we can change the circumstances that we live our lives in. And so I just wanted to kind of read, um, you know, a little part of this book, but before I do, I just wanted to say that, you know, it's, it's Monday morning right now. If you're listening to the podcast version of this or Monday evening right now, if you're watching the video of this, um, And I wanted you to kind of think about some of the things that you feel shame about in your life and think about being honest, like radically honest, like she says in this book, with somebody in your life and just tell them, hey, I feel shame about this thing and I want to change it. And just to be open and authentic about 
you know, the things that you feel negative about. And they are going to do one of two things, like I described earlier. You know, they're going to tell you, hey, it's all good. Don't worry about it. Just keep doing you. Or they're going to say you might need to make a change. And, and chances are they might say that. And even if they don't, then maybe you could reflect back in your journal or wherever you do your self-reflection. And you can think about how you can change some of the behaviors that have led you to feeling shame in the first place. I think that that's a great way to start the week. And so I just want to read, this is one of the last pages in this book. And um, it kind of discusses this, but it also discusses, you know, just a way to view your life. So this one of the last pages in this book, it says, I urge you to find a way to immerse yourself fully in the life that you've been given. To stop running away from what you're trying to escape and instead stop, turn, and face whatever it is. Then I dare you to walk toward it. In this way, the world may reveal itself to you as something magical and awe-inspiring that does not require escape. Instead, the world may become something worth paying attention to. And I had to actually, I, I wrote, I, draw, I drew a little box around this, this part of the book, which is something I have literally never done before. I dog ear pages and I, you know, kind of write down quotes and I try my best not to write in books because I usually lend them to people as well. But this part of the book spoke to me. It, it, it spoke to me a lot because I think that, you know, in this day and age and throughout human history, we've always had this kind of feeling of wanting to escape the things that, that make us feel negative emotions, that uh, scare us, that make us anxious, that make us depressed, etc. And I think that that escapism, that feeling of wanting to escape these negative things leads us towards shameful acts. It leads us towards things that are going to make us feel ashamed of our behaviors. And I think that this world is a beautiful place. I truly do. I'm a pretty optimistic person, if you can't tell through this podcast or, or conversations with me. But I think that this world is a beautiful place and it should be admired. And, you know, though sometimes not all of our behaviors reflect that, I think it's important to turn and look at the things that we're trying to escape and go towards them. Because that's how we develop. That's how we get stronger. That's how we become more formidable. And that's what this movement's all about, is, is making ourselves stronger and continuing down this journey of life. And when we do require new strength, acquire new strength, I, sh I just should say, to turn back and help other people down this path as well, to help lift other people up as well. And so that's what I wanted to share with you guys today. Just a little bit of this book, uh, Dopamine Nation. Like I said, I highly recommend this book for other people as well. Um, the subtitle is finding balance in the age of indulgence, which I think that we all understand that we're in. And, um, yeah, I just wanted to kind of leave you guys with that as I record on this, uh, beautiful snowy day at the end of February here. It's, it's March by the time you're listening to this, but it's a snowy February day in Vancouver when I record this. And, uh, yeah, I just want to leave you guys with that. Happy Monday. A um, little bit of housekeeping before I close off here. We do have the Risen Fallen group, which uh, we have either in-person meetups or Zoom calls every single week. We have a group chat running on Telegram where we are able to connect and have these types of conversations as well. So if that's something you're interested in joining, 
then message me on Instagram at Risen Fallen and I'll throw you in that group. I'll make sure that you get a little bit more connection and community in your life. And um, if you want to, you know, cop some of this merch, we got the Risen Fallen hoodies and tees as well. And that helps fund the in-person meetups, whether we go skating, we go for coffee, we go grab a bite to eat, we, we do something fun. You know, we've been talking about going to Science World. I still think it'd be cool to do something like rock climbing, something like that. But uh, that's what this uh, the the proceeds of this merch go towards is is funding uh, these events where we can go out and, like I said, create a little bit more community and connectiveness. So that's all I got for you guys. If you want to get some of the merch, it's at risenfallen.com. If you want to connect, uh, I'm on Instagram at risenfallen. And that's all I got for you guys today. So happy Monday. Enjoy this week. Reflect on the things that you feel shame about and try and fucking course correct. So much love and peace out. I love you all. Have a good day, you beautiful human beings. Bye.